You're listening to Strong Woman Radio, a sanctuary free of testosterone, save for a few special guests, where ladies who like to lift heavy things can chit-chat about the struggles and success that comes with being a woman in a man-dominated sport. We welcome all listeners of all sports, be it strongman, CrossFit, Olympic lifting, or more. Please send us your own inside girl jokes or questions if you'd like to submit one through the contact form on paleoparents.com. Simply click the podcast dropdown from the top right corner and submit a question or comment under the SWR tab. While you're at it, shop on the sidebar of our blog for our favorite products and recommended partners. Now, let's get to our fearless leaders, two competitive strong women athletes who earned their invites to nationals within the first year of training for the sport. Please remember, Stacey and Vivian's banter is often mindless and should never be taken for professional medical advice. Hola. What's up? <laughs> Not much. I just want to state for the record that we've had three podcasts in a row. I know. That's kind of like a small miracle, is it not? (laughs) (laughs) I kind of think maybe we should, like, save this for when I'm on the road for two weeks or something because people are like, I wish you recorded more often. And Aren't they a little more? Or is the Jen Sinclair one coming out a little little later than the last one? Because we recorded two in one week. I don't know. Yeah. We're just going to do it, like, every Friday. We're going to release it once a week. So. That's it. Yeah. So anyway, um, hello, <laughs> girl. I've been seeing all your phase three food up in the Instagrams. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> all the phases go to straight to phase three. All the phases. <laughs> I think you should relay the story of me giving you that book and how you could possibly make a joke out of it. Like only you. <laughs> Well, when did I get your book? I got your book last week, what, last Friday? And I looked at the book and I was like, oh, man, all this food. And I'm looking at the numbers and I was like, what do these numbers mean? So I go to the front of the book because naturally I don't – typically when I first get a book, I go to the last page because I'm a weirdo. And I like to look at pictures usually. So I skim through the book and I'm like, these numbers have to mean something, right? So I'm like, okay, what do these numbers mean? So I go to the front and I'm like, oh, there's phases. Like, this is how you're supposed to do things. And of course, phase one is swap. And I was like, eh, that sounds boring. I'm like, phase three sounds like you. It sounds boring. (laughs) And then I look at all the phase three foods and I was like, the phase three foods sound like delicious. And I'm looking at the, what is it? The liver spread or something it was? Liver mousse. Yeah, the liver mousse, and I was like, oh, man, I love pate. And you look at me like, that, Vivian, that's, like, definitely not where you're at. <laughs> I'm like, but I like pate. Like, I want it. So this is where I'm going. This is what I'm having. And I have soup all the time. So this is perfect. I'm already at phase three. Skip. Done. I win. Yeah, I, I, win I, love, I love that the joke was like, <laughs> I'm just going to skip right to phase three. I'm like, you know, you have to give up gluten first. You're like, that's okay. I don't need to do that. I'm just going to eat the soup. <laughs> then and so so i'm super paleo i'm <laughs> you're super paleo not just a little bit no i'm phase three paleo <laughs> i need to get you a t-shirt i'm phase three paleo <laughs> living so yeah so then after that on sunday my dad was making congee with all the parts of the pig that most normal people don't eat and i'm like perfect i'm phase three it's 
It's epic. <laughs> no, it's a running joke that whenever you post anything, because usually you post the good stuff. You don't post when you eat crap. Mm-mm. So now the running joke, joke is whenever I see you post anything, I'm like, look at you being phase three. <laughs> Especially with the wine. <laughs> I actually didn't address alcohol in Real Life Paleo because... Because everybody loves alcohol. I don't know. I just, yeah, I think everybody needs to figure it out themselves. Like it's. Yeah, but it's a beautiful book and it has all these tear out things. And like, if I followed the phases, it would be good. Well, there's nothing to say that you can't eat liver mousse in phase one. It's just most people aren't Viv ready to eat liver mousse in phase one. Usually those people are like, it's really funny. (laughs) Those people get the shakes when I'm like, no more cornflakes and ramen noodles. And they start like, you know, frothing at the mouth and freaking out. And so we kind of take it step by step. If you're ready to jump in phase three, go for it. But (laughs) I mean, I add phase three into my crap phase life (laughs) which balances you out at probably a two somewhere and that's why you know you don't have health issues the way that a lot of people that eat a lot of crap do i don't know yeah so so my book's coming out (laughs) yeah (laughs) is that why you're gonna be gone and we're not gonna be able to record for like (laughs) three weeks (laughs) two two weeks yeah so we're going on tour for two whole weeks um which is really like 15 16 days or something back-to-back flights i know you're yeah a new flight every single day and (laughs) so we're starting to like coordinate with the assistants like where we'll be when and who's coming to the cities and who wants to have dinner with us and i'm like looking at the schedule and i'm like oh my god like i will never survive you will definitely not be in phase three i will never survive this trip (laughs) and i was talking to you about trying to figure out how to not become a tub of lard on this trip either i know i need to send you workouts for for when you're out but we have i have things in my head I know. Maybe, maybe you, you can tell people what the things in your head are. So <laughs> the things in my head, like they do, involve you going to a hotel gym, which I, which I know you will, because burpees every day does not sound like a thing that you would like to do. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm at a hotel probably every other night and staying with friends every other night. So I could definitely work in probably like three workouts a week. Well, I mean, like most gyms ha- at those places have like as as much as we hate the treadmill sometimes it's good for us to get on the treadmill i know you're already like fuck you vivian i hate yeah i'm already making that (laughs) face like stacy does not run but they're good for you every now and then just to like gut check you on like metcons are still a thing or metabolic conditioning is still a thing every now and then i'm not saying we have to do this all the time but since you're on the road anyway like 10 minutes of one minute on 30 i would rather do 100 burpees (laughs) <laughs> it's not too bad but also like man makers which are like it's like a four-part movement which is basically a push-up with dumbbells renegade row on your right arm push-up renegade row with your left arm squat clean into a thruster with the dumbbells and then a lunge with your right leg and a lunge with your left leg and that is one man maker <laughs> i'll write it down i think we should call it a woman maker <laughs> We could call it a woman maker, a lady maker. 
I'm going to start, start doing, using that phrase all the time. Matthew, go do a lady maker. <laughs> They're awful. You only really need 10 of them to be like, oh, God, make it stop. But, yeah, they're awful. So we could do, like, three rounds of that. Three rounds of that with, like, more sit-ups. Like, ten sit-ups or something stupid. You can do ten sit-ups. Yeah. Just do it three times after Manmakers. You'll question your life shortly. (laughs) (laughs) What I love about when you send me programming is the YouTube clips. (laughs) Because I'm always like, what? are you talking about <laughs> and then i send you like this like the most basic like this is how you do it <laughs> yeah pretty much it, then there's like 40 minutes of youtube clips for me to prepare for my one hour workout <laughs> and sometimes they're like sometimes they're like really explain explain like they explain everything and other times they're just like okay i'm doing this like yeah like, <laughs> yeah like the one time that you sent me to vi- the video that was like the worst exercise ever mm-hmm. when I was trying to loosen up my shoulders and you sent me this video. And when I clicked on the link, it said like the most awful, painful, like mobility workout you could ever do. And I'm like, awesome. This, I'm really looking forward to what it is I'm about to embark upon. <laughs> that was like a K-Star one, I think too. <laughs> it was. <laughs> yeah. So we could do that. And then like, you know, to, we probably you'll probably be doing a lot of accessory and then priming your body for the six weeks prepping to um, ice queen. Yeah, which I am working with Dustin on. I'm actually. coming up with a plan for that. Cool. Yeah. So, so um, we're gonna have like a full thing for you when you get back. Great. So <laughs> I was gonna do a thing in November, but I think we talked about already that that would be crazy. Um, or life choice for sure. Right. With real life paleo <laughs> coming out that. Um, I would like to have learned a lesson from my last experience <laughs> of doing a competition um, when I was not well rested and prepared. So, um, what we decided is that I'm not going to do the November strongest Maryland strongest competition, also because I'm like speaking at a health conference that day. And oh, what, you're busy? No way. No, I can't believe it. Right around book launch? No way. <laughs> um, and then two weeks. Of and on the you road have like a party before then too. Yeah, I have a party the day before, <laughs> like, so it's so it's Halloween, like the day of Halloween with my children, and then I have a party the day after. So if you're in the Washington D.C. metropolitan area, it's open to the public, which is crazy creepy. Um, <laughs> you can find out more information through let's our meetup.com group. Huh? <laughs> so let's get weird together. Yeah, but remember I'm really strong. So <laughs> good luck. And then, okay, so yeah, so October 31st is Halloween. Then November 1st, I have the Halloween party. And then November 2nd, I'm speaking at the health conference. And then November 3rd, I'm going to pack and try to become human. And then November 4th is all the athleta, (laughs) all of the athleta. I already told, (laughs) I already told Sarah that who I'm touring with, I was like, I just want to make it very clear to you that I intend to wear nothing but sweaters and like 
leggings for the entirety of the trip. (laughs) Does anyone else wear something else in the fall? Because, like, I literally just bought two Athleta leggings, the Moto ones, and I love them. And I'm like, this is what, this is my outfit for the rest of fall. I don't know why anybody would. I mean, (laughs) when I go to the office, leggings aren't really acceptable. Sometimes I wear them on a Friday with, like, you know, something fashionable up top that covers my butt. But um, when I'm not at the office, it's pretty much leggings all the time. So, um, yeah. And I think I mentioned I bought a bunch of stuff to go on tour just to be super comfortable that wouldn't wrinkle in my suitcase. And it's really weird because some days we'll be in Florida and then other days we'll be in like, you know, um, Seattle where it's really cold and rainy (laughs) in November. And then we're in San Diego. Like the weather's just going to be crazy for us every time we get on a plane. So, um, yeah, so the third, I'm going to be figuring out what the hell I'm doing, um, because how to get all of those clothes, yeah, all of those clothes in, a in one carry-on is the goal. <laughs> I already told Sarah I don't think I'm going to achieve that goal, because she's going for half as long as I am, so I'm like, she's like, well, you can do laundry in Atlanta. <laughs> it's like, I don't want to wear the same thing again. <laughs> like, I want to laundry. Yeah. So I'm going to see, I've like come up with this whole spreadsheet of what I could wear and what I could like mix and match with other things. And then if I just like brought scarves and jewelry and mixed it up and I might eventually just throw my hands up and say the hell with it, I'll check a bag. Um, but then of course, you know, what will happen is the minute that I check a bag, like there will be some sort of whole closet goes. Yeah, exactly. It'll be like (laughs) lost in some city for four days and I'll never have anything to wear. So we'll see. Um, so I'm doing and that on the third and then the, the same f- outfit for four days. <laughs> <laughs> just wear the same thing over and over again. Um, honestly, I think if I just like wore a black outfit with a different scarf every day, nobody would notice, but I'm not going to do that. So then um, November 4th is the release date and we'll be here in um, Bethesda, Maryland. So people want to come out. We're having a release party with door prizes and goodies and food and all kinds of fun. So I hope that people who are in the area will come to that. I know it's a weekday, but I can't help that my book comes out on a Tuesday. So you should come and support me, everybody. And I'm pointing a finger at you, listener. Um, oh, like me, I have a job. <laughs> you need to be there. It's a seven o'clock. Uh, when do I get out of the work? Today I got out at seven. <laughs> you, you need to tell them that you, somebody who's very strong will hurt you if you don't leave work by 630. <laughs> to get um, up to Bethesda, I'd have to leave at like four. <laughs> no, you would not. Well, have you met me? I am an Asian driver. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get real here. Maybe you can ride with Nikki. She seems like someone who could maneuver a road. Uh, yeah, so... Then we're like jet setting all around the country. Just to recap for everybody, if you're in or around any of these cities, you should come to the book tour stops. They are free. You can go to paleoparents.com on our blog sidebar is an image of a map and you simply click that image and it'll take you to more information like the specific location dates and times but these are the cities that i can think of off the top of my head and if you're within like a driving distance to these cities i would highly suggest that you go and attend the book signing because i cannot in any way fathom coming back like this is our last book so like we're not gonna be touring again in these cities. If we do anything, it will be like new events in different areas. So 
We will be in Columbus, Ohio, Raleigh, Durham, North Carolina, Tampa, Florida, New York City, New York, Chicago, Illinois, Minneapolis, Minnesota, Atlanta, Georgia, Phoenix, Arizona, San Diego, California, Portland, Oregon, and Seattle, Washington. The weeks of November 5th through, I think, the 15th or no, something like that. And then we are also looking at doing another semi-local driving distance mini tour, November 21st, 22nd, 23rd, with the goal of those cities being Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Charlottesville, Virginia, Richmond, Virginia, and Hampton Roads, Virginia. We will also be in Texas for spring break 2015, and we will also be in Denver for Paleo FX in 2015 later. We will likely be in Orlando over spring break as well, because we told the boys that we would take them to Disney, and I'll probably set up a signing while I'm there. So that's it right now. I might get talked into a Canada trip in January. So (laughs) if you're not in like one of those areas. I'm really sorry. Those are the people who traffic our blog most frequently and who buy our books most frequently as reported by our sales stats. So, um, other than that, if you're like, you know, an hour from one of those cities and you're messaging me on social media and you're like, you should come to this other city. That's 20 minutes from this one city. I would like to encourage you to please be understanding that there's a large part of the country known as the 90% of the country in the center of what I just described that I'm not coming to at all. So for those people, don't be rude. Don't be greedy. Drive the one hour (laughs) or say to yourself, it's not worth it. And you don't care about me. Um, (laughs) She could take it. It's fine. But you know, it's unreasonable to think that I could head up every single city in the entire United States. So we are doing our very best to go to the cities where it appeared that people lived in the most while also not killing ourselves because this travel schedule is pretty close to Dudley. So you're literally on a plane every other day. Yeah. So no, every day, not every other day, day. every day, every day. And you're like, checking in and out of like literally across the country and back yeah south (laughs) southwest when we booked these flights was like whoa nelly (laughs) cool your jets bro exactly (laughs) you're gonna be in security a lot hey but you might get (laughs) pre-check because you're in the airport so much yeah the last time i flew they like did me through the thing where i didn't have to take off my shoes and i was like winking at everybody like yeah what's up thank you (laughs) Um, we were trying to do that TSA, like, early thing, and I didn't do it. You have to, like, go somewhere and fill out some stuff and give them your fingerprints, and I don't even have time to, like, sleep and work out, let alone go someplace and give my fingerprints, so. (laughs) Would have been really helpful. I didn't, alas, I did not complete my task, so. I will be standing in lines. But, um, yeah, so that's the Real Life Paleo Tour, um, and I'll be touring with my other podcast co-host, Sarah Ballantyne, the Paleo Mom, and Matthew. So Matt's going to be on the first half of the um, leg, and then Sarah will be on the second half of the leg. We could not get a babysitter for, well, we didn't want to leave the children with a babysitter for more than two whole weeks. So (laughs) he's doing, I think, five days away from the kids, and then we'll... um, the rest with sarah sounds like a vacation to me oh yeah (laughs) totally 
I, well, this thing is like, I've never been to half these cities and there's so many things I want to do. Like Chicago is a place I've wanted to go for so long. And I've never Port- been and I want to go. Yeah. And <laughs> Portland and Seattle are places where I know a lot of people and I would love to like hang out with them and tour the city and eat good food. And people are like, what can we do? Where can we hang out? We want to take you shopping. We want to take you out to like, eat. I got two hours. Yeah. I'm like, literally, I'm like, okay, well you have between 1245 and 115. Um, and part of that, I need to be putting on my makeup in the car. So yeah, um, it'll be interesting. I will probably have tons and tons and tons of stories to tell once it's over. I know that it's going to be a blast to visit all these cities and see what I can in the short time I'm there and also meet a lot of people. Um, that's always awesome and exciting for me to like meet people and hear their stories and, you know, hear that we've inspired other people to change their lives and that they like our recipes and um that sort of thing is always kind of like mind-blowing and recharging so I'm hoping that you know although it'll be really draining to do all this traveling I'm hoping it'll be offset by all the awesome Awesome people yeah (laughs) so that's what I got the book is out you saw it what do you think I love it I love it you're not even paleo so I'm kind of curious, like, I what like is your reaction to the paleo. book not being paleo? I actually like a lot of the recipes. And here's the, <laughs> the main reason why I'm not, not extra paleo, because I was for a, quite a while. But I also had a kitchen then where I could cook and be in my own space and no one would bother me. Here's the thing about me cooking, guys. I don't want people bothering me. If people step in my kitchen whilst I'm cooking, I want to stab them. With my chef's knife. It's usually what happens. <laughs> it's funny because people walk up to me in while I'm in the kitchen being like, what are you making? I was like, get out. Get out now or I will kill you. But I like it. It's really, like, helpful. And all the stage one stuff or phase one stuff, I could do probably without, like, a full kitchen. <laughs> yeah, it was funny when you saw me because I was on television um, you were on the TV. I saw you. I, I, I wanted to take a selfie with you on my computer. Oh, I really wish you would have. But here's the thing. I also had to work. <laughs> Did you DVR it? You could totally do I that. I don't have DVR. Oh, wow. You're like living in the 70s. <laughs> hey, man. Living it up over here. <laughs> yeah. So I, um, I was totally on TV. And, um, local news. It was fantastic. I saw those pants too, PS. And I was like, those are not her pants. They're not her pants. Cause I saw them when your mom brought them home. <laughs> Shh, shh, don't tell my mom. She's been asking me where those pants are for like three weeks. <laughs> and I remember when she's when you, she showed us, she was like, you need, you told her to go back and get two pairs. And I saw them. I was like, those are her pants. <laughs> yeah. So my mom's been like asking me where those pants are for weeks. And when she moved out, because she, she moved out this weekend, she was like, no, seriously, I need my pants. And I was like, okay, mom, can I give them back to you on like the 16th after the tour? Because they don't wrinkle and they're super like when they're folded up, they don't take up a lot of room. They would be perfect for taking on tour. Right. And they're comfy, which is also a criteria since I'm going to be like transitioning from planes to travel and blah, blah, blah. And, um, I'm like, I really need to give them back to you, like, after the 16th. And she looked at me, like, with such death. Like, like that was the <laughs> oh, moment. So you got the look that you gave me. Yeah, she, that was the <laughs> moment that she realized I really had been, like, hiding the pants on purpose. <laughs> and um, so then when she saw me on TV, she totally messaged me and was like, 
those you 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 wore my pants i'm like yeah i wore your pants on tv now are they my pants (laughs) they're mine now because it's tv official exactly everybody on the tv they know they're they know they saw me wearing those pants and nicole definitely know they're not yours well i won't ask you guys then if it comes to a court of law um yeah, but I I love it. It like it puts everything out there. Like for me though, like I use and it tells me what tools I need, which is important because I don't always have all the stuff to make things. And it has a lot of like simple stuff that I could just like mix with other things, which is nice because I don't always have like all this my shit together. So it tells me what to do because I remember looking at you and I was like, okay, what's, what's the part where it tells me what I have to do to do this? (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, look, it's right here. And it has like the meal plans and stuff, which is nice. Like at least I think it's like one week at each phase or something, a couple weeks, which is nice because like usually what it takes like 21 days to make something a habit Mm. or like a month. Mm -hmm. Isn't that what? Yeah, that's the thing. That's the word on the street. So, yeah, it's really nice. And I already, I mean, I didn't make apple butter and I didn't make ketchup. But oh, I have you, stuff you are eyeing apple. apple butter barbecue sauce. It looks so jazzy. Like, I'm pretty jazzed. I'm also cleaning out a jar so I have it on the side. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I'm like a barbecue sauce person, so. Well, I That's thought it was thing. funny I that like- when I was on the TV, you were like, I could totally make those. I because I didn't realize how easy they were to make. <laughs> sometimes, like you know, I get all like super invested in something I make, and then I end up cooking all weekend. I'm like, eh, I don't really actually have time for this. <laughs> yeah. Well, in Beyond Bacon, which was our second cookbook, we actually put down things that were like intermediate, complicated, and then things that weren't. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> Because there were quite a few, like, very complicated recipes in there. Um, but with Real Life Paleo, what we chose to do instead was mark things as, as like, under 30 minutes or five yeah, ingredients. Yeah, my favorite. And th- there are just so few, like, complicated recipes that we're assuming if you look at a recipe and see 25 steps that you'll be like, oh, this one's more intense. But for the most part, there are so many, like over a hundred it just looks like super fat fast and like the fact that i can look at a picture and be like i like how that looks i'm gonna make that one because it looks easy enough and it looks delicious and it's never liver Mm. (laughs) people have been like i grew up eating a lot of weird stuff like, yeah. I've had dog meat before. I've had... There's no dog in Real Life Paleo. <laughs> I just want to be clear. I've had loot eggs, which is also not in Real Life Paleo. But, nope. yeah, I mean, you have things like, you know, liver, moose, which yeah, is there, also there are... me sandwiches, which is, like, one of my favorite things to eat because it's, like, comfort food for me. So, I guess, like, and I'm not the average, you know, person when it comes to this kind of food. Well, I think for me, like, those are the the really nourishing, high-nutrient content foods, and it, they're not foods that I personally enjoy and look forward to the way that you do just because you grew up with them. <laughs> yeah. But I eat them because they help my health and make me feel good, and um, honestly, for performance, like, if my bones are cricky because I was so overweight and so sick for so long that like I have to drink broth at least five times a week in order for my inflammation 
in my joints to be reduced enough that where I don't feel them when I'm working out. So for me, like I use food as medicine and I don't, I'm not like, Oh, I really want some chicken mousse, uh, chicken, chicken liver mousse, but I eat it, you know, like maybe once a month or every other month we'll make a batch and I'll like make my way through it over the course of a week because it's really super nutrient dense. Liver is the most like nutrient rich food of all foods on the entire planet. And I know some people are like, kale is healthy. Yes. Kale is healthy. And we go through all that in phase three, but for the people, I don't want you to think that the entire book is like, you know, dude, childhood favorites, AKA stuff you would like if you were a kid, (laughs) like mini corn dog muffins and mac and And cheese and waffles and pancakes. Yeah. Which looks delicious. And cereal and pizza, which is like a staple. If you like, you like pizza, which is pizza like, is actually like perfect strongman food. Are you kidding me? I love pizza. <laughs> I make pizza a lot for sure. I but. really like making pizza. I don't know why we don't make it more often. Because whenever we do, I'm but like, this is so, so smart, easy. huh? It's so easy. I know. I don't know why. I think maybe touching meat. Maybe like when you have to get your hands into something, it feels like more work. But it's really not. Yeah, it's actually fairly easy. Maybe we can have a pizza party for the next, like, strongman hot tub party. Everybody can do make-your-own pizzas. Yeah, we'd have to make it in your oven if we were going to do that. For sure, obviously. (laughs) Freshest, because it's the realest that way. I don't don't do the cashew cheese sauce, though. You probably use regular cheese. Yeah, Yeah. well, you know, aged at, you know, a long-timeness or whatever. Uh, I don't know that it's the aging that matters so much as, in my opinion, using high-quality dairy. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. That might work, too. I don't know. I just eat food. I know you do. That's why you're not (laughs) actually phase three and why it's funny that we make this joke. (laughs) Well, like, I I mean, I know when my body feels like crap, and I know it's from, like, you know, the shitty shit I eat. So, like, when I'm eating really well, and usually when I'm just eating, like, Vietnamese food as much as I can all throughout, then I'm just like, oh, my body feels nice. And then when I'm like, fuck it, let me just have, like, a homemade Pop-Tart from Ted's Bulletin. Oh, God. I'm like, oh, I'm dying on the inside. Make it stop. Please. Yeah, I haven't been to Ted's Bulletin, but I know many people who have... um... I mean, they have better choices. I could have just gotten an egg white omelet with vegetables. <laughs> no, bacon. eat the yolks. Get a regular or like, omelet. Or like a regular omelet with all the meat and all the vegetables. There you go. But no, what did I choose? A Pop-Tart. Because I make poor life choices. <laughs> this is why a strong man. <laughs> I don't know. Alana Casey says that she, that's like her preferred post-workout food is Pop-Tarts because the immediate glycogen. Um, I guess if that works for somebody, that works for somebody. I just would I rather. I, I know that I should be eating better just because of my hypo and hypothyroid and shitty blood history. Yeah. I <laughs> would say that you're an excellent candidate to try to go paleo because of your thyroid situation. Yeah. Let's see. Look at this mac and cheese. I want I want somebody to make this for me. Well, now that my mom's moved out, you can just migrate from your parents' basement <laughs> to our basement, and maybe we won't notice. <laughs> if, you, if you start training with me at House of Gains, like, it's fine. I'll be like, come on, Viv. <laughs> 
You're hardly ever home. I mean, I really am not. You wouldn't home. even know. That's also a problem because if you saw this laundry pile right here, you'd be like, "Bitch, you need to get your shit together." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, this is pretty much all I've got. Ditto, dude. We do have some questions, and I really want to get to them. So I'm hoping that I have a little more time next week. Cool. However, do we have a lot more, or do we just have the two? We have four at this point. <gasps> what? I know. So people, you should be submitting questions, by the way. Please submit Come on, questions. Ask us interesting things. So that we you stop doing entire shows of just chit-chatting. <laughs> you don't have to be PC. <laughs> yeah, for real. We love like your we quirky, like cursy-filled posts. And you know what? I really enjoyed doing the interviews with Steph and Jen. So I'm going to see if... Um, yeah, they were super fun. Maybe you could shoot over some names of like strong people that you met at Nationals that you might want to have over. And I can have Monica reach out to different people in the strong communities who yeah, might be cool awesome. to interview. Because that's fun. Ooh, but we'll have to do that after I get back. But... Um, yeah in the short term i know that next week is really super crazy for me i know that this podcast is coming like way later so i hate to have like time warp confusion but um next week is like every single podcast interview that i could ever do like i'm literally doing back-to-back interviews next week so i'm hoping that we'll have a podcast and that i can answer all the questions that are in the queue but i also might text viv i just might be too tired to talk yeah i might also text viv and be like i'm tired of hearing my own voice so matt might text and say that did you hear him say that he didn't do strong woman radio for two weeks because we had four podcasts in one week between my other podcast and this podcast yeah he was like i was sick of hearing your voice yeah he's like i I couldn't listen to another podcast and then he listened to it and he was like it was fun and I'm like I'm glad you took a couple days off babe <laughs> <laughs> so we're kind of playing catch up with this podcast in that we recorded like two in one week and then we're recording this one and we're like still haven't even posted the other ones on the blog because the blog has been crazy busy because I was on tv and I'm launching a book and it's just it's crazy so um, I don't think you have enough shit in your life. Like, I, you know what, and this is more, me, this, one more thing. This is me being pared down is the sad thing. So, but I, I knew that <laughs> like, you like when you're not writing a book and all this other nonsense, I like to watch science fiction and the voice. That's what it's like. <laughs> that sounds fantastic. Doesn't it? I wish <laughs> that I had time to do those things, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I haven't even been able to like work out the way that I want to every night I come home and like I'm filling out interview forms and press releases and all kinds of stuff because I work a full-time job. So when I ha- I have to do that, somebody has to do that stuff. And unfortunately, um, my assistant, Monica, is amazingly awesome, but there are only so many things that she can do in a day and running the blog and all that kind of stuff takes effort. So all that kind of stuff I work on in the evening. And then by the time I'm done, I'm like, oh shit, it's like 10 o'clock. Like I'm not going to work out at 10 o'clock. So I'm, um, I have told Viv that like, it's been my intention to just get through this book tour and be as physically active as I can be without killing myself. Because I also strongly believe that like skipping sleep in order to work out is not actually beneficial for your body. It's probably not. I mean, I do it all the time, but it's terrible. No, that's not a good life choice. (laughs) Um, 
like in an actual muscular development, hormonal regulation sort of way, it's actually detrimental. So yeah, your body definitely needs to sleep. And you could tell when you don't sleep versus when you do. Definitely. So for me, I've been trying to like prioritize, do what I need to do and get sleep. And then what else can I do? It's but like shorten your workouts and sleep, right? Yeah. Mm. And that's what I'm planning to do tonight because I haven't worked out yet. But I'll just do as much as I can in about an hour because I don't yeah, have time. Cut out, cut out one of the major movements or yeah. whatever. That's usually what I do is like, like when you send me you bench stuff and there's it. multiple bench, like I'll just like, I don't do the incline one and then I do yeah. excessive, like accessory and cardio. So I make sure I get like one strong movement in and then I'm still getting like some sort of accessory, accessory. and cardio. Yeah. Um, and that's, and that's the most that I can do that's until the end of, anyway. it, yeah, until November. And then I'll have like a formal six week plan and I won't be traveling all the time and I can follow a training program to get me ready for my January ice queen competition, Ooh, at the which I will be volunteering at and not competing. In. So maybe we can plan to have Amanda from ladies lift here yeah, on the podcast too. Delightful. Yeah. We can talk about all that jazz because she is co-sponsoring that with barry from the etch so oh, maybe we should get with some of the guys on here too. dudes it would have to be a special guy to get on this podcast for real though <laughs> but yeah definitely so if you guys have ideas of who you want to have interviewed on the podcast or questions that you want answered i will remind you that you can do so by going to paleoparents.com and on the top header of the blog there's a little button that says podcast and you click that it drops down you see strong women radio and then the thing comes up that says submit a question that's how you get us a question and that is how you tell us people that you want to have interviewed and we will get that lined up for um after i'm done touring in november yay sweet Good deal. All right. Well, I want to see you before I leave. So you'll, are you coming to the Halloween party, right? That's the plan. Sweet. I hope you I come know as like I'm... Rosie the Riveter or something. I was I was planning on dressing up as a whore, but okay. That's not really appropriate. <laughs> I was kidding. We're doing, Rosie, a, fa- we're doing have, a family costume. I know. It's a family. It's a family costume. <laughs> I couldn't just go over there and be like, Tetez, hey. They are out for the taking. I mean, probably you could just wear your workout clothes, though, like little booty shorts and tank top. <laughs> I know. I was wearing my tank top last night, and I was like, hmm. Your summer gear. <laughs> it's like, summer gear is like all year gear in the yeah. gym. <laughs> Somehow it's okay in the summer, but then if you wear it at the end of October, we're all like, scandalous. Man, why are you wearing shorts? Your legs, I can see them. Yeah. <laughs> I'll figure something out. I have... I, I know you you wanted to do something with like me and Nikki and I got roped into hey, I am the I am the quintessential piece of the family costume so I want to know what the family costume is <laughs> I'll have to wait <laughs> so cool well we'll be back with some more interesting content and answering the few questions that we have hopefully next week and I highly encourage you to submit questions submit interview stuff and find me on the book tour if you are in those areas. We really need you to RSVP to the free Eventbrite event link that's on the site. 
um, because we are kind of capping out at headcount in a lot of these cities, like over 100 RSVPs to places that originally anticipated 50 people. So we need you to make sure that you RSVP so that we can make sure that the bookstores are adequately prepared for the large crowd that is anticipated. Cool. Do it. (laughs) And if you bring me bone broth or... She won't punch you in the face. Right. (laughs) Or if you live in, or if you know, like, any of those cities and there's a really great place to work out, let me know. I'm going to check Strongman Map and just, like, see in the places that I'm going to have time to work out. Like, I'm going to work out at Movement Minneapolis, obviously, while I'm there with Jen, because we made arrangements for that. so awesome. I'm so excited. I I know. I only have, like, four hours, and I'm spending it eating and working out of Movement Minneapolis, like, Like, what else would you do? I know. Like, (laughs) that's what I want to do. So that's what I'm going to do. And, um, yeah. So we'll see about the other cities and all that jazz. But let me know if there's something cool that you think I should check out or someplace I should work out or some amazing place to eat. And that would be awesome. You can always message me on social media about that stuff. But really, the contact form is the best way for me to track that. Because I get a lot of social media comments and I often miss them. So what'd you say? That way you won't miss them and then you could save it. Yeah. You know what? The thing is like people probably don't realize this, but especially with um, Instagram. Once you read it, it's kind of like gone. (laughs) Not even. So there's only like a limit of how many comments you get. I think it's like 25 or maybe 50. Oh, wow. And it includes likes on your photos. And I can't turn right. off likes. I get 50 likes on a photo in like an hour. So if I don't check my phone every hour, then I lose everything that happens. Like I have no idea who's commented and whatever. And like, I don't know why Instagram hasn't figured out turn off like notifications because for people who have large Instagram accounts, like it's impossible to manage. And I want to read comments and I want to respond. And the only way to do that is to like go back to the photo and check comments. But then if somebody's commented on an older photo, I have no idea. Like I'll never find that. So that's why if you really want to like make sure that I read something, sending it through the contact form is a guaranteed way because that actually goes to both the assistant account and my account so that she follows up with me to say, hey, did you see this? (laughs) Anyway, cool. Well, stay strong. Unlike me, everybody, keep lifting. You You can totally outlift me by the time I get back from tour, I'm sure, if you stick with it. So do it. Lift heavy things. Lift all the things. Speaking of which, I saw your deadlift PR the other day in the hex bar and it makes me want to get a hex bar now the hex bar is like a million times easier because it looks more like a farmer's I feel like it would be something I would be really good at yeah that and because it's so close to your center of of gravity compared to like a regular barbell Uh like the regular barbell reaches out like further than your arms length yeah yeah yeah. you have to roll it in and have stability and all that kind of stuff right with a hex bar it's almost like it's really close to like a back squat it's closer to a back squat Yeah. when i was watching the video and i've seen people do it before but when i was watching your video thinking about it i was like i've done 225 per hand farmers and that looks like that kind of thing where my deadlift PR is like 350, but my farmer PR is 450. Right. So I feel like with a hex bar, I could probably get like 400 or something, like way more than a deadlift because it utilizes more of that muscle group, like a, you know, squat down instead of kind of deadlift stance. So curious. Maybe they'll have one at Movement Minneapolis. You just can't drop them unless you want to take your shins out. Yeah. I I I won't do that. 
don't drop it. But maybe Barry has one at the edge, but I, I definitely like, I'm inspired to give it a try after I saw you ladies do it. Just cause I'm like, you might find one on the road when you go to a couple of different gyms. Yeah. 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 Sweet. And I bet Brute has one. I could always yeah. go to Brute and give it a try. We're thinking, I was thinking about going down to Brute for, um, that plane pole. Oh, I'll be, that's the weekend that we're going to do like our impromptu. Oh yeah. Hampton Roads visit. Yeah. Okay. Um, so totally off topic. And I know that we've already said goodbye, but, um, <laughs> just, <laughs> so I have to tell you this story about last weekend. I don't do think it. I've told you this. No, you did see the story. So I have to tell our listeners about this story. So I'm at my mom's house helping my mom move. And, um, part of what she's doing is selling furniture because she's downsizing from a house to like, um, a condo sized facility. And, um, <laughs> So she is selling a dining set and the dining set is very heavy. Like it's wood and it's a big table and then it's a buffet with two parts, like, you know, the big top heavy glass part and then the big dresser part on the bottom. And she sells it to this lady who comes in the morning and the lady's by herself. The lady pays and she says, I'll be back later with my son who will help me carry it. And so she's supposed to come at like two o'clock. She doesn't. Then she says four o'clock and she doesn't. And then she just like randomly shows up at my mom's doorstep after 8 p.m. at night. And we're like in our jammies packing, you know, putting stuff in boxes and whatever. And she shows up with her son who proceeds to yell at her for like an hour as they take apart the table. Rude crazy rude i mean like to the point where my mom and i were literally biting our tongues and having to walk out of the room because i've never seen a like 20 year old child treat their parent so horribly like it was terrible and um so he's like bitching and complaining the whole time about the fact that he's having to help her and he evidently has this like not evidently he's using a van like a, um, not a minivan, like a, like a 15 passenger van type. Yeah. Style. Yeah. 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 But it's emptied and turned into like a musical bus tour, get a laid wagon. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, he's got his, uh, like does his, he have a mattress in the back, like weird in the middle. He does. He's got, he's like where he sleeps oh, and he's, no, he does. And he's got like speakers and stuff. And so he's yelling at his mom that he's not going to take his band equipment out of the van in order to get her dining cab, her dining set that she just bought in there. Meanwhile, the mom's just like smiling at us. Like, you know, it's okay. It's okay. And my mom and I are like, oh my God, trying to avoid the whole situation. So <laughs> after he loads the um, dining table into the van and they've been there an hour like figuring out how to remove the legs and load it into the van while he still keeps all of his like get laid equipment in there um, he says to her we are not going to be able to get this buffet in the van I'm not taking this you're going to have to do this another time well my mom's moving like that's it the next day she's gone like and she's already this woman's already paid for it so I looked at the woman because my mom was like clearly about to lose it and like not in a good way and so I looked at the woman and then I looked at the son and I said we're leaving tomorrow and this is already paid for your mom won't get her money back how about I help you Because part of the problem was that he was saying they couldn't do the buffet because he couldn't carry it by himself. And he was like, we're just not going to be able to do this. And so I was like, (laughs) how about I help you? I was like, I lift weights. 
I can carry this with you. Go take the table home and bring the van back and I'll help you with it. And like four times or something, this jackass motherfucker asked me, like, are you sure you can handle this? Like in the most <laughs> rude and obnoxious rude. way. Male, like okay. very male, no, like I am talking down to you now. Right. <laughs> and so I know that I don't look like a fitness model bodybuilder, but I was also wearing a tank top. And I know for a fact that like my traps and my tra- my, my shoulders like show instead muscles. Of, instead of the vein on your forehead, you tra- your traps just get bigger. Right. Trapzilla <laughs> is happening in this tank top that I'm wearing while this douche tard is telling me that, uh, are, are you sure? I mean, I don't know. This is really heavy. I don't want to drop it. And my mom's already paid for this equipment. Like totally jerk face, right? Right. So wouldn't you know that the kid is the one that can't make it out to the car without needing to, like, take a break? That his grip (laughs) gives out, and he's got to, like, set the buffet, the top part we're carrying it, and we've got, like, grip underneath it. And um, the guy's like, well, hold up, hold up, and has to, like, reshuffle on holding it on his knee in order to, like, get a regrip on his hands. No. I'm not saying that that's wrong. I'm saying, like, that's what you should do in that scenario. But guess who didn't have Stop to regret? Stop asking me. Yeah. Are you okay? Also, he made Did me walk backwards. Did you say it back to him, though? I, well, okay. So the first couple of times I looked at him and I was like, I'm telling you, I weight lift. This is not a problem for me. Like, several times. And just, like, in a tone, like, boy, you better not go there with me. <laughs> and then the last time when we're about to lift it, that's when he was like, Okay, well, I just really need you not to drop this. And I looked at him and I was like, I can yoke 500 pounds. I'm not going to drop this. You pick it up now. Because I was like already holding it in my hand as he's like having a conversation with me. I'm like, oh, you jerk. So it was like my strong woman problem of the week was this jerk kid. So he takes the top part of the buffet back and then he comes back for the last piece which is the bottom part of the buffet and this time he somehow procured a friend who was previously unavailable when he thought he could tell his mom to f off and that he wasn't going to help her and now this friend he's like whispering to his friend about how strong i am and they're trying to lift the buffet by themselves and the mom's like maybe you could help them they're really struggling and i was like I looked at her like, I'm not going to help him. And they <laughs> literally go to get it in the van and they can't lift it up. It's like maybe two and a half feet from the ground that like they need to lift right. it and then slide it into the van. And they literally are out there struggling for like five minutes trying to get it in the van. I walk out, I grab the bottom because they're holding the edge and I like grab the bottom I lift it up. Like, literally, I could have, it felt like I could have done it with my freaking pankies. Like, it wasn't that big of a deal, people. Like, lifted it up and slid it in. And the dude's jaw, the dude's jaw, like the, the jerk kid's jaw, literally, like, dropped open. Like, just witnessing me do it. And he was like, I got to know where you work out. <laughs> I was like, you have been a douche chart all day. Yeah. And so what I really and wanted to say you- is like, you don't get to work out where I work out. Like you're not welcome where I'm welcome. But, I feel like you should have said, you got to check yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> There's a lot of things I wanted to say, but I just was afraid I would like lose it. So I didn't. But um, yeah. So then I looked at him and I was like, I don't live around here, but you should check out Brute Strength Gym because that's where you should go 
to get strong and like <laughs> is in the Virginia beach area. So, um, yeah, that's, that's like my <laughs> strong woman problem story. This is why we have strong woman radio for shit for like that. Other. Because <laughs> that guy, <laughs> that guy was such a tard, like, Oh, I just wanted to wring his neck when he was talking down to his mom. And by the end of it, he was all like happy and whatever. And was, like, you know, giggling with his friend and, I gotta know where you work out. And I'm just like, Was he having like a period? (laughs) I must have been. I don't know. But then my mom was like talking to the other mom and she was telling her that like I'm a strongman competitor. And of course, my mom's being all prideful and she's like, You know, she's Northern Virginia's strongest woman. And then the mom like tells the guy and, and he's like, you know, oh yeah, you you really are strong, and I'm like, yeah, I oh, know, shit, I told you that. <laughs> like, Where have you been? Because I've been holding this table. <laughs> exactly. Maybe next time you won't doubt the lady who tells you she's freaking strong. I don't need help with my groceries today. Thank you. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, that happens all the time. That happens all the time to me, too. It's really funny. I'm just like, like no, it's only one bag. I got. <laughs> sometimes they just want to walk outside, but sometimes they look at you like, no, really, let me help you. And I look back at them like, no, like, I got to practice my farmer's carry. I got it. I got this. Or it's like you're holding your box and you're like, you need help with them? I was like, not particularly. Sometimes I'm nice and I'm like, yeah, you can help me with this. I'm lazy. <laughs> Other times I'm just like, no, you're really being a dick about this right now. <laughs> yeah. So although I haven't like formally worked out, I did entirely move my mom. I feel like that should count as a workout because I hate moving and moving is like the worst. It was totally a workout. First of all, I lifted heavy furniture, not just that, but like some other furniture. But I also like... Was the only one that moved all of the Was upstairs. the only one that went up and down the stairs the whole weekend getting every single thing from the upstairs that had been put in boxes or bags or whatever and bringing them downstairs. It was more cardio than I'd done in like forever. So <laughs> Since your CrossFit days. <laughs> totally. I think it was more than CrossFit. It was like... Because oh, yeah. it was like I hours. For Cupid's undie run too. Dang. <laughs> I did not do Cupid's undie run. I, I have to train. Well, train. I have to like. You go ahead you know, and get on your treadmill in your underwear for that. <laughs> I will not be part. Wait, aren't you jazzed? I'm going to be in my underwear in. Oh, I will underwear. be there with an HD camera. Zooming <laughs> <laughs> in on all the titties. Although I'm curious, what does a woman who doesn't wear underwear wear on an underwear run? Like, I'll put on underwear, but I won't be wearing much else. <laughs> Did we talk about Cupid's Under Run in this podcast before? Have we said what uh, it is? Yeah. Well, we mentioned it, but I, I haven't. I, I just set up my fundraising page. Well, plug yourself, crazy. So, I am doing Cupid's Under Run. Uh, it's mycupid slash dot com slash Miss VFit. Um, I'll be, I'm trying to raise a thousand dollars but we'll see how this goes usually i crochet for kids but i haven't been able to have time to actually crochet because once i got back from vegas i just hit the ground running with training because i didn't win (laughs) so that's how i think obviously (laughs) well i will be supporting you we'll definitely be talking more about cuba's undie run and how people can support you in this fundraising effort for um, fundraising for children with brain cancer is I think what it is, right? Yes. Yeah. So it's my.cupid.org, my band, not .com, .org slash Miss Vfit, M-I-S-S-V-F-I-T. Yay! 
awesome. there's a picture of me in my last or outfit for Cupid's Eye <laughs> <laughs> with my friend Glenda. At the Maybe. Top. Okay. So what what will you promise to do for people if you make your goal? Some sort of humiliating or like last year when I did barbells. I will pick up a girl at Cupid's Undie Run and squat her. (laughs) (laughs) Like when I did um, barbells for boobs, I gave people a recipe. So you should like come up with an idea of what you'll do for people if either they donate or you meet your minimum or something. Some incentive. Maybe I'll make a video for like the nine CrossFit foundational movements for each CrossFit movement. I'll make a video describing each in my, you know, personal vernacular. (laughs) (laughs) Avoid your tits. (laughs) Avoid the titties. I think that would be really, really awesome if you did that. And I'll do it in the House of Games. How about that? Sweet. I will personally donate whatever needs to be donated to make this happen. So if I meet my goal, I'll do the nine. If I do, if I meet, like, let's say 500, I'll just do, like, the barbell movements only. Sweet. All right. So if you want to see Viv do some (laughs) instructional videos for you, focusing on what to do and not to do if you're a woman who wants to be badass, then... You better go donate to her page, which is tax deductible and supports Cupid's Onion Run. Um, and neurofibromyalgia or mitosis. That's, that's a huge word. I'm terrible at reading. But it's a huge fundraiser, it's and huge you fundraiser can even participate it probably in your local city because it's a, it's a nationwide thing at this point. So it might even be international, but sweet. So... Go support Viv, get your tax deductions on, and let's hope she reads her goal so that we can video her in House of Games doing some... Some foundational movements, suckers. <laughs> All right, so now I really am going to say goodbye because yeah, we this totally had an hour of just chit-chat. <laughs> Me and my freaking jackass kid story. <laughs> All right, everybody, stay strong. Lift all the things. Suckers. All of them. All of them. Ha, ha, ha.